Welcome to KimCast. I'm your host, Kimberly Bison. I am also your candidate running for Michigan's 10th Congressional District. Make your voice count. Join in the discussion. Take a listen and let's talk. Public enemy number one is still COVID-19, the coronavirus. I hope everybody is taking it to heart and staying home. Uh, Yesterday, there were many people out uh, practicing no social distancing at all in Lansing. I was very uh, disheartened to hear that. And I am very upset that these people um, came back into our own communities after a gathering in Lansing. it makes me a little bit nervous. I'm sure it makes you a little bit nervous as well. I, I, I definitely support uh, people's opinions, the Second Amendment, and, and the right to gather. However, uh, right now is not the right time to gather together. And uh, we need to fight this crisis together. And we're going to be able to do that by staying at home and practicing six, ten feet away from each other. Please wear a mask if you can. Wear gloves when you can. Um, my hands are even breaking out uh, from the dryness from washing um, so much and, and using Perel, right? Um, so let's be responsible. And if you're, if you don't care about yourself being sick, um, think about somebody else or somebody else's loved ones being sick. So please, uh, we, we have not seen, uh, we might see some levels kind of going down and I'm not going to really speak to that, but uh, have hope that, you know, we can get through this uh, rather quickly, get everybody back working in May. And I know everybody's uh, patiently waiting for their um, their checks, their stimulus checks, and and other help with uh, unemployment. And I think it's just going to take some time. So I think uh, one of the things that I've had to uh, really work on is uh, defaulting to patients, and also um, every day waking up and finding hope and uh, moving forward. Uh, this is a, a good time to possibly better ourselves. Uh, for me, I'm doing a 21-day plant-based diet. It's going well. Today I had a, a vegan BLT sandwich. It was fantastic. So this is really a time um, to reflect on ourselves and, and, and what's important to us. Also, um, my heart goes out to every essential worker, especially the nurses and uh, the emergency workers, our police force, our firefighters, our ambulance, emergency workers, everybody who is right there in the front line of this crisis. You know, I'm thinking of you every day. I'm thinking of those that are worried about their loved ones or have lost their loved ones or their loved ones are sick in the hospital. My heart and prayers go out to you every day, every morning. I, I light a candle with my prayers and, and you're constantly in my thoughts. On the campaign trail, uh, we've always been front and center with putting people in communities first, as you might know. And uh, with that, though, we wanted to do KimCast. Originally, we wanted to do it out in the community. However, we all have this stay-home order right now. So I'm actually doing KimCast from my home here. And uh, we, Team Bison and myself, uh, wanted to talk to people out there. Uh, Last week, we had uh, an interview with a a mom uh, at home to see some of the things that she's doing. And one of the questions that came up with Team Bison is, how are the moms-to-be and the fathers... Uh, to be um, doing during this COVID-19 crisis. So uh, I would like to introduce a great friend of mine, somebody who's more like a niece to me, and it is a baby girl, by the way. Um, Her and her husband, Shelby Wright and Robert. Hello, guys. Hello. 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 Um, How are you doing? We're good. How are you? Good. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. I think uh, our listeners, um, you know, would like to get an idea of 
you know, what's going on and, and how, uh, how things are going for you, for the baby, for you, Robert, being the dad, because sometimes I think it's all kind of mother-focused or mom-focused, so I wanted to make sure that you were included as well, because um, I know uh, you must be under a lot of stress as well. Um, so thank you both very much for joining. It's a baby girl. I already kind of told the listeners it was a baby girl, so I'm really excited about that for both of you. Um, and then just to um, kind of get started, uh, are you both working and, um, you know, uh, how is that going? Uh, you know, what's going on? Shelby, do you want to start? Yeah, um, I, my prior income is made up of uh, two workplaces. Um, I care, currently am still employed at my art director job. Um, but okay. I am working from home now is uh, how the whole company is um, having to work. And then my other business is I have my own photography business, and that unfortunately has come to a halt due to the stay-at-home, stay-safe order. And obviously for the safety of everybody, I'm not allowed to do photos, nor do we want anybody else to be around people. So that whole side of my income has stopped, but um, thankfully I'm still working for my other employer. Good. I, I was really glad to hear that that agency, you know, mobilized everybody. And they did it rather quickly. I thought that was a good, uh, you know, the right move to do, you know. Uh, so I was really yeah, proud. They were, they were great about it. They actually, myself and another um, employee there are both pregnant. And they actually gave us permission to work from home before everybody started working from home just to give us extra precautions. Oh, that was really nice. And then, uh, Robert, uh, how are you doing and are you working? I'm doing good. Um, as of right now, I'm on a temporary layoff. Okay. I was working for about the first three weeks when everything started with the whole COVID-19 crisis. Mm -hmm. But we were a central workforce, so we're going to champion bus. And um, okay. we make transport buses for senior living and just people that need to go to work or go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. But uh, we are essential. They are still open, but... I'd say about 90% of the workforce did take a temporary layoff. And that was a, a voluntary move, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They okay. sent us all down, uh, about, I'd say about three weeks ago, and they uh, gave us an option to take the voluntary layoff where we could continue to work. And um, I'm sure, and you could probably just confirm this, uh, your your concern is for uh, Shelby with the baby, and so you decided not to be in that environment working with other people, correct? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's scary when you go and... You're working with 150 plus people, and then you don't know where they've been right. out and about. And then, you know, you come home and you don't know if you're going to pass on from yourself to a loved one or not. So, yeah, it's, it's, it was scary, but now that I'm home, it's a lot less, uh, lot less stressful. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad that you both are safe. So how, uh, how, long, uh, how far along are you, Shelby? I will be 28 weeks on Sunday, so... Um, when is the baby due? Okay. When is the baby due? What date? The baby is due July twelfth. It's amazing how they know kind of like a date, you know. I always thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> I know it's, inter it's always interesting to know if she's going to come sooner, right on time, or a little late. But oh. I have a feeling. I don't know. I just have a feeling she might come a little early, so we'll see. Do you guys have a name yet? I just have to ask since I have you on the phone. We do have it narrowed down to three. Okay. Um, it's either going to be Nora. Uh, that's just fantastic. Um, I'm just, I'm excited. I already told everybody you're kind of like a niece to me, so um, I'm excited to see the beautiful baby. So, how is the pregnancy coming along? Um, everything's been pretty good overall. I mean, I didn't have too much morning sickness like a lot of people have that I understand. Um, I felt overall pretty good. The only major things I had were just 
other health issues that happened while I was pregnant. Like, I got a kidney stone, which, in a way, because being pregnant, you can't be treated the same way that you normally would be. So Mm -hmm. that was uh, the most pain I've ever felt in my life. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't have anything directly to do with the baby, but it just couldn't be treated the same way. But besides that, I mean, um, everything's been going great. But they did say if you can make it through a kidney stone, then you can make it through labor just fine. That, that's good to know, right? So give you some... Well, I, I can only imagine that, uh, you know, having your first child, a mom-to-be or a father-to-be the first child, you know, they, they say that you really, like, you know, get worried and everything's really stressful, you know, the first time around. So uh, hopefully that'll give you some uh, sense of relief, you know, knowing that you've already been through the kidney stone <laughs> and the birth will be a little less. That's good. So I know that um, you've had some challenges with your baby shower and with this crisis, um, so in, and I understand like the importance of a baby shower, you know, it's about getting the essential needs that you need for your baby. Um, so where was, um, your, what was the date of your baby shower and, and, uh, and where, and, and kind of talk to that, like how you felt, um, cause we weren't kind of like in the unknown. We weren't quite sure if they were going to open up April 15th, you know, everything back up, or is it going to be May 1st or May 15th? So, um, can you speak to that? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I'll start by saying I'm a major planner, so mm-hmm. I just feel a lot better in life when everything's planned ahead of time. So sure. I was already starting to plan our baby shower months ago, and our original date was supposed to be for May 17th. Um, we had a venue in Port Huron um, all picked out. We had our guest list figured out. We had the invitations almost being ready to be printed, so I'm very glad that I held off on that. How many people? Um, How many people? We were inviting 125. We were estimating okay. about 100 to be able to come um, mm-hmm. a lot of our families out of state. We were shooting for around 100 people, so I know it was a rather large baby shower, but it was our uh, you know first one, and we were super excited, <laughs> and we just wanted everybody to be a part of it. And so, sure. uh, needless to say, I was a little uh, little upset and sad that the fact that everything kind of had to be put on hold, and it gave me a lot of anxiety because I didn't know what to do, whether you know to reschedule or to try one of these new alternatives that a lot of the moms are doing these days. Um, due to the COVID-19, so... So do you mean, like, alternatives, what? Do you mean, like, alternatives to the baby shower? You know, like, your traditional baby shower? Because you were basically planning a traditional baby shower, correct? Yep, we were going to do it at, like, a hall and have, you know, the traditional openings and everything like that and play the games and mingling and the big food spread and all that. Okay. So, uh, so what, so you had to, uh... Well, you decided at one point that you, that this was best to cancel this venue and uh, look at alternatives, correct? Yep, we waited until the governor made her um, most recent announcement a week or two ago to confirm, but mm-hmm. we were coming up with a backup plan along the way just in case that we had a feeling that things might get extended. And obviously, everyone's health and safety, including um, you know ours and the babies, is you know first and foremost in our minds. So we wanted to make sure that we did what's going to be best for everybody, even though. Ideally, we would love to have the traditional shower. We uh, decided to take a different route with that. Okay. And um, you and Robert uh, had many discussions about this, correct, Robert? And and uh, how were how were you feeling about canceling the traditional venue? Yes, we did talk about it a lot. Um, it was very stressful and sad. It's right. you, know, you want to have your friends and your family together celebrate the baby. A lot of planning already went into the original idea, so now having to go into the alternative route, it's a little little more unknown to us it's a little stressful but hopefully everything turns out well and uh, okay seems like it's gonna work out okay great so um we're all waiting to hear what a mom and, and dad to be uh what is the alternative final plans 
Well, we were kind of checking out, you know, our social medias and seeing what everyone, obviously, since we can't really go out and figure <laughs> out what other people are doing, right. um, seeing what other people are doing, and we noticed a lot of people were um, doing the, whether it was a baby shower or a wedding shower, it's affecting everyone, um, a lot of people were doing, like, the drive-by drop-off type showers, so basically what those are is you open up your garage or the back of your car <laughs> in your driveway, and people will, depending on where you live, obviously, will right. drive by and either wave and, like, kind of like a little parade for you almost um, at a certain time block. Or they'll just drop by your house in your driveway and place your gifts where you have the area for them mm-hmm. and kind of wave to you from afar. Um, and that way it's kind of nice. We realize that, you know, we can still see people face-to-face, but we'll just have a lot of distance in between us, you know, like our whole yard. So we'll probably stay on the porch and then have um, everyone drop off the gifts in our garage and we still plan to use all the decorations that I bought. We're just going to decorate okay. the garage as if we would have the hall. Okay. And probably make it as baby showery as possible, even though it's you kind of are losing a little bit of the interaction aspect. But we're just happy we still get to hopefully have people, you know, see me in person, see my belly. Um, <laughs> and, then, and, and drop off their gifts, basically, for the baby. And what we're going to do is then... A lot of other people, are, we're doing the Facebook Live openings or like a Zoom meeting opening okay. where they will have basically a virtual baby shower and just open everything or have the whole shower just being recorded. So mm-hmm. since we're going to do the drive-by drop-off, um, we're going to wait a week, let all the packages kind of sit out in the garage and de-germ and if anything had gotten <laughs> in contact just for everyone's safety. And then we're going to do a Facebook Live opening and we're going to open everyone's gifts and um, that way everybody can watch and so kind of participate and seeing our reactions to everything and be able to say our thank yous and our appreciation. Oh, that, that is like a, actually a wonderful solution then. And I, and I like the way that, you know, not only are you, you know, people, you know, it's going to be very hard for people not to, you know, run up to you and give you a hug, you know. So, uh, Robert, you might have to put some barricades. <laughs> you know, is uh, everybody loves, you know, moms-to-be and, you know, how cute your, you know, the, your bump is, you know, your baby bump. Oh, they want to rub that baby belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm really glad you're talking about, contam- you know, decontaminating your packages then uh, when people drop that off. How are you, are you just going to spray the, spray everything or, or how would you do that? Because um, are they... I don't know. Are they doing something where um, it's so many days that you should have the packages isolated, or is there a way to quickly, um, you know, get that uh, decontamination done? Yeah, I think from what we've heard and what we've seen online and on the news, I think mm-hmm. it's at least 24 hours to 48 hours okay. for cardboard. So oh, for cardboard. Okay. Packages, I'd say about 99 percent of them come in cardboard. So okay. I figured we give it at least the, you know, at least the two days, mm-hmm. and then let it de-germ, and then we would do our um, like Lysol or Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Um, uh, I just think that's a really great solution, and I, I know that I know on a personal level that you were really uh, you know stressing out about how things weren't you know as we uh, you know as you wanted it and intended. And it, it's so hard. I think with the COVID nineteen crisis, everybody's lives kind of changed immediately and thrown into different you know uh, situations. And and uh, I, the one word I try to use all the time is adapt. Somehow we have to adapt. You know, adapt is part of change. And you know, just keep adapting. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, we'll see the end of this sometime soon, I hope. Well, that uh, sounds fantastic. The other questions I have, when, uh, so there were some conversations like, um, so secondary surgeries are not allowed right now at this time in Michigan, uh, rightfully so. Like, I, I don't think it's right to have plastic surgery and, 
and uh, you know to be out doing those type of things but as a mom to be and having a you know your baby girl um, you know you want to make sure that you know you're taking care of her and going to the doctor's appointments um, how does that look and, and how are you able to do that and continue to do that during the uh, COVID-19 crisis um yeah my I was very 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 nervous at first um with my pregnancy I have to go to the doctors my OB um every two weeks mm -hmm. so the first time that I had to go I was kind of nervous because usually they are a very very busy office and everyone's okay. tight together and there's a lot of people in the waiting room and I really wasn't comfortable with the thought of that, you know, sitting so close to somebody, you know, just sure. because you don't know, you can carry it and not know. And right. So it's kind of scary. And um, I was actually very pleasantly surprised when I went. The office that I go to um, has taken great precautions. They have four doctors there total, and they have two of the doctor's patients going in one side of the building, and the other two patients, um, doctor's patients going in the complete opposite side of the building. So they really kind of dispersed their, um, you know, right. rooms into two sides. They took out a ton of their chairs and spaced everything, you know, at least six feet apart. Oh, nice. Um, yep, everyone's wearing masks and gloves. Anything that they normally would bring into the office with them that cannot be instantly sanitized the proper way, like their laptops or measuring tapes to measure your belly, anything like that, they're not even bringing into the rooms. Um, they're just kind of doing your essential, you know, listening to your heartbeat, mm -hmm. your heartbeat, seeing how everything is, that you're gaining the right amount of weight. So... Um, I've still been able to go. It's just, and it's a lot less stressful than I thought it was. But uh, yeah, I'm just thankful I'm still be able to get my checkups. Good. And then, as for uh, how it affects Robert in that situation, is you know usually you know some parents they get ultrasounds along the way. Like I have another one coming up in two weeks. It's a positive in the sense that they're taking all the right precautions because only yourself, the patient, is allowed in the room. You can't have your children with you, other children. You can't have your husbands. It's just the patient allowed in the office. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of sad in a way for dads, and I'll let Robert give his opinion on that too here, but. You know, he can't come in and see the next ultrasound because, you know, he's going to have to miss that because they're not allowed in there. So it does affect everybody. It's kind of sad, but I know everyone's doing the right thing. And how do you feel, Robert? Yeah, it's, it's kind of disappointing. You know, you want to be there for every moment that you can, especially once we get closer to the baby being born. Right. You get to see the baby grow a little bit more, move more. And um, luckily, I, we were able to do the gender ultrasound. That was about a month before. But um, hopefully... You know, like you said, we can get past this and it will change. And hopefully right before the baby comes to her, we can still have the same, maybe somewhat normal precautions going through into the hospital for giving birth. Are they um, are they talking about, you know, uh, when was your due date again? July? July 12th, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so are they talking about, um, you know, prepping you for any, any additional, anything different of, a, you know, your normal birth? Um, in lieu of it still possibly being, you know, uh, such a, a immediate case here in Michigan? Or are they just kind of uh, covering it up, you know, like uh, doing what they need to do in order to keep everybody safe for the next month, and then, then it might be some sort of normalcy? Or are they kind of prepping you for a little bit of changes in, in actually giving birth? I, um, nothing has been said to me about any sort of certain changes. I okay. know um, my last, I have two more ultrasounds to go. Mm -hmm. um, depending on my last ultrasound, um, and how big the baby is and stuff, we're going to get a game plan together of whether um, I'm going to go naturally or have a C-section or how that's going to work, just depending on, you know, how the baby's doing and the size okay. and everything. But at that point, they're still shooting for my normal due date. Everything's on track and looking good, but they have not said anything to me about needing additional change of plans or anything like that. But I just know just from other friends and family who had someone recently give birth or about to that they do, the hospital itself has, you know, guidelines in place. Um, not necessarily directly with, you know, my doctors in their birth, but, like, only one person is allowed to be in with you. I've even heard, and I don't know if it's true or not, that some places they don't even want anybody in with you. So I really hope that things get better before they get worse like that, because I couldn't imagine not having Robert in there with me. 
you know, something special everyone wants to share together. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, ultimately it's about, you know, your safety and, and the baby's safety, you know. So I think that you, you know, you both, you know, are in uh, in union with that and uh, supporting that. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, you know, um, I, I'm hoping another month or so, you know, we'll be able to start, uh, you know, getting back to some sort of normalcy. Although they say um, it'll never be normal again. <laughs> I guess. Um, I wonder, though, if Robert can actually watch, uh, you know, um, the ultrasound. Are they doing anything where, like, they have a Zoom or anything like that? Are, are they bringing it to that next level? Because a lot of the businesses out there right now are doing Zoom or webinar or, or what have you um, in order to, um, you know, bring that live, uh, you know, that live feed or whatever for everybody to see. That might be kind of nice. Um, are they able to do anything like that? Or have you heard of anything? I haven't um, at my particular doctor's office. Okay. I'm sure if I asked them if I could pull out my phone and, you know, like record the ultrasounds on a video, I'm sure they'd absolutely have no problem with that. Oh, okay, um, good. Yeah, I'm I just going to... I have heard of, like, another situation, I believe it was in Michigan, where um, a mom had, uh, I don't know if she had COVID or if someone in her family did or something, but, like, the dad wasn't allowed to be in the room because of it, and so she was able to do the same thing. She was able to get out her phone and have someone in there record the birth for, for him to watch, you know, uh -huh. live as it happened. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I was just, you know, wondering because, um, you know, I even got my mom to go ahead and, and do a video chat and I was just amazed <laughs> that she uh, kind of figured that out. So I know that uh, when I had talked to you uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Shelby, we had talked about a diaper shortage. And what was interesting is there's a, obviously a, a toilet paper shortage out there. It appears everybody now, you know, wants toilet paper. Um, and you had mentioned that there's a diaper shortage. Um, is that still going on? And um, is that going to affect your baby shower? Or did you find a better supplier for your diapers? Um, I I believe it's still going on and I think it's starting to spread into other areas because of the fact that not a lot of the companies that normally produce a lot of your items, you know, clothing and mm -hmm. things like that can be open, that a lot of things are becoming shorter and harder to get and less available. Um, we have two online registries at Amazon and at Target and the diapers are normally constantly always out of stock and you know, trying to find a pack or if you do find some, the shipping times on them are just crazy to get them to be shipped to you. So. What we've been kind of doing is along the way, if we see some and they're, you know, going to be here before the baby, then we'll order some or some of our family has seen some out about when they were at the store getting their, you know, essential groceries and stuff and they would grab some for us um, just to be on the precautionary side, you know, in case for some reason we can't. We were planning on doing one of those diaper raffles at our traditional shower where everyone <laughs> comes and brings a pack of diapers, um, gets entered, you know, to win a prize. Right. So we kind of adapted that a little bit and said, you know, if you still send a pack of diapers or if you... You know, we opened up a diaper raffle fund on our Amazon account, so mm -hmm. that way people can donate to the fund. So when diapers do kind of become a little more available, we can use oh. the money towards diapers. So you actually uh, made an, uh, made a, a diaper fund account on Amazon? Yeah, there's an option when you make a baby registry on Amazon where you can add a oh, diaper fund to it for uh. an option. And any money that anybody would like to put into that fund, um, Amazon gives you a gift card to use for diapers. Oh, oh, that's so. great. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I knew that you would have the latest information for moms-to-be. I just knew that you guys would. Robert, since um, you're now at home, are you the essential shopper in the house? Yes, yes. Okay. I haven't let Shelby go into any stores at all. Mm -hmm. The only places she's allowed to go to is obviously her doctor's appointments. Okay. Um, just for her safety, my safety, you know, everyone's safety. You sure. Know, the less that she has to go into places, especially with crowded people, the better. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of curious though, and I, I really, um, I respect the fact that, you know, you know, you're the man, you're the father to be, and that you're out there saying, hey, you need to stay home because I'm protecting you. So, um, I just think that's, I think that's romantic, actually. <laughs> and he's even been really sweet about, you know, 
about the other day, we did a um, curbside pickup order for our groceries. Um, mm-hmm. And when we got them back home, I was going to offer to help him, you know, carry some stuff into the house and unpack stuff. And he wouldn't even let me do that. He didn't even want me to touch the bags. So I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I, I think that's nice. And, and I think, uh, are you guys okay at home being together 24-7? Because I, I heard uh, some statistic that, um, that most couples are only together like three, four hours a day. So, of course, I have to ask, like, how is the 24-hour shift over and over again going? <laughs> it's, it's not been too bad. We're, okay. you know, we're adapting to it because, like you said, normally, every, you know, you're working. Yeah, you're busy. Either in the afternoon or in the morning or whatever your shift's on. Right. And then um, you kind of have a normal routine, but now it's literally all day, every day. Yeah, um, I think it's definitely been something we've had to adjust to just because we are so used to, you know, he's normally gone, he works 10-hour days, and um, I'm normally gone part of the week for my job with long hours and a long commute, so mm-hmm. it's definitely been adjusting, but I think it's been good for us both. We both love spending time together. I mean, okay. I'm sure he gets a little annoyed at me here and there, right, honey? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, we've just been doing a lot of stuff. It's still nice because I have my own personal space. I have my office workspace from working from home that I can kind of escape to, and right. he has his own man cave down in the basement with his video games and movie room so he kind of goes down there and then we also like to spend time together we've been doing some cook- cooking together and uh watching some tv series and netflix and playing more board games than we ever have busted out some old video game systems just trying to spend some time together and make the best of everything and overall i enjoy it good good and uh robert you you're kind of quiet now do you have anything to add to that no i mean it's just adapting to it it's right oh uh, yeah it's just you know fun to have some quality time and good to, you know work through it and yeah, I think sometimes uh, this situation is so overwhelming that you're you're correct. You have to kind of focus on one day at a time, and uh, and it seems to make it a little bit easier to deal with. So, final final thoughts. Any advice to uh, moms to be, fathers to be? Uh, yeah, I would just say that you know try. Even though it can be tough sometimes, and I mean I'm going to be the first to admit I've had ups and downs with everything. Just so many unknowns and you know anxiety of what's going to happen and how do I plan for this and what are we supposed to do and what's it going to be like and just a lot of advice I've had given to me from like family and stuff is just to um you know not be afraid to you can't you know it's out of your control you can't control it you can only do what's best for you know everybody at the time so just try and take safe precautionary measures with things and reach out to your family and friends if you need to talk about stuff or if you um you know, need help with anything, or, you know, even my mom and dad have offered to, you know, drop off groceries for us, you know, if we need them, just things like that. Good. I would say just try and keep a positive outlook on everything, because in the end, the most important thing is, you know, having your, having your baby safe and here, and, you know, welcomed, and just keep focused on the positives that are coming. Okay, great. Well, I look forward to seeing the baby girl, July 12th, and um, thank you so much for spending time with us today uh, on KimCast. We appreciate, um, you know, letting us know what it's like to be a mom and dad to be uh, during this COVID-19 crisis. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. You're Have a great day. That was really exciting, that young energy, being in love, having a baby. It's got to be so exciting and so scary at this time right now. Um, again, uh, my thoughts go out to all the essential workers out there right now, um, especially those on the front line uh, working directly with the disease in the hospitals. Um, you know, my prayers and thoughts go out to everybody uh, on the front line, as well as um, those that have family members or friends that are sick, uh, those that have lost uh, loved ones um, here. Uh, we do like to uh, direct you to those places that can offer you the best up-to-date information. So if you'd like uh, to get uh, information on a federal level, uh, visit cdc.gov. That's our federal government website um, that has the latest information on the coronavirus. 
Uh, you can also visit michigan.gov forward slash coronavirus and get some information there as well. Uh, please be safe. Please stay at home. Um, this is really, really important uh, to do this at this time. Um, don't put other people, um, other people's lives at risk uh, because, you know, you want to go shopping or you want to go gardening right now. Just try to be patient. Um, I like the words that we use, uh, you know, adapting to things. I think we have to change things as we go. Figure out what works for you. Uh, find a, a hobby that you can do within the next 30 days. Uh, for me, you know, doing the plant-based diet, um, getting out, mountain biking, and privately on some trails here in Michigan. You know, it's a time for self-reflection. It's a time to catch up on some things. It's a time to bond with your family, find some sort of balance in your life. So please be safe, and thank you very much for joining us um, on KimCast. And uh, be safe, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.